This episode is brought to you by the Mom Tea Collection of The Calling FM. Moms, now we know how it can be wearing so many titles of motherhood, but why not declare your motherhood with one of our comfy and durable, yes, I said durable, <laughs> stylish mom tees. Now, whenever I say durable, you guys, I literally washed a t-shirt every single week for an entire year just to be sure it held up and it definitely has. So you can either style up or down one of our one of three designs, whether you want to express your motherhood broadly with our I am postpartum tea, or whether you would like to express that you can be an entrepreneur or corporate life, as well as a mom with our I speak baby and business. Yes, one of our top sellers. <laughs> or whether you're chilling on the couch or a true workout queen, let the world know how truly mom strong that you are. So go ahead and head on over to our Etsy store. The link is in our bio to pick up one or all of the teas. And with the holiday season coming up, don't forget to get one for a mom friend close to you. Now, let's go ahead and get to the show. When God called us to be moms, he added another layer of purpose into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, hey, and chat talking to our guest Elizabeth about special prepping. Y'all know Thanksgiving is coming up and and just ways that we prep our food or that we bake or cook our food is especially is a special, excuse me, um kind of going forward with our intentional series because we want to be intentional about how we are um cooking our food and the environment that we're cooking it in, what we're cooking it in, because that can actually affect what goes into our kids and our family members' body. So, of course, we want to be cautious about that. And so in this episode, I suggest getting a pen and paper because we had so much fun. It was literally like sitting down with like, well, she's really, she and I know each other, but like, it was like sitting down with girlfriends. So y'all about to get some tea. (laughs) We're about to catch up. And it was just great and fun fun really talking with her. So get your notepad. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about different metals that can go into your food. And as we head into this holiday season, as we're cooking for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, we just wanted to give, I just wanted to share some advice with y'all and bring Elizabeth on, who knows so much about that. Because like I said, we want to be sure about how we are preparing and cooking our food moving forward that, um, you know, we're just being cautious of what goes into our family and our kids' bodies. Um, with that, as you guys see in the show notes, we have the recipe for the smoothies that Elizabeth mentions for our kids. It's really simple. You guys literally have all this in your cabinet, and it helps that your kids get their greens. Maybe, our, you know, most kids don't like anything green, like <laughs> broccoli, greens, nothing. They're like, yeah, it's slimy. Like, they don't want to eat that, but she had a really good recipe, and it is delicious, and it's in the show notes. 
um, as well as in addition to everything she spoke of, I wanted to give a real quick tidbit that I also found or that we talked about afterwards. And that is uh, like whenever you're baking, you know, fish or anything in the oven and you have it covered, whenever you put down um, like that nonstick aluminum foil, you can put down in parchment paper, like what you would bake cookies on inside of that. Therefore, you're not putting your meat directly onto the aluminum to cook it. You're putting it on top of the parchment paper, which it still gets cooked. Um, it's still a wax coat, so it's not absorbing that aluminum into the food. It's just taking in, it's just sitting on that parchment paper, but it's still covered. It's still cooking every little way that you want to do it. And, um, yeah, just moving forward. So I just wanted to recommend that. I just wanted to say that because I've done it a couple of times since um, this, since we recorded this episode and my food came out exactly the same. There was no difference. It didn't taste any different or anything. Um, literally just put that parchment paper down on top of that foil and it really saved some time. But let's go ahead and get into this episode, y'all. Hey, hey, mom friends. Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, where we get vulnerable about our postpartum and our faith to help us grow closer to our purpose and motherhood. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. I'm your host, Allison Nick, and welcome y'all to another series. I'm sorry, another part of our I Am Postpartum series. So the person that I have on today, I met her through a friend of a friend. And we have just like met her, love her, love everything about her, everything that she does. I'm gonna give y'all her bio in a second. But at um, our second event that we hosted last year, she was on the panel. And I think she probably got like the biggest response out of the room whenever she started to speak about um, and like pretty much like intentional cooking, intentional cook, um, eating, like for your family, things that we do that we may not realize could be, um, I don't want to say adding harm because that sounds like really bad, but just things that we just don't think about that could really be um, affecting our household. So of course, as we're talking about this in the I Am Postpartum series, it's kind of like part of our intentional series we've been doing all year. So it's called intentional eating. <laughs> And so, and so it's just everything and, and the preparation of your food and going forward with um, serving your family. I thought it was really good and beneficial and educational for me. And it's something that I've been trying to do as much as I can um, this year. Y'all know we say with the in-laws, so it's only so much a, a sister can do, okay? Um, <laughs> it's only so much. But let me read y'all her bio real quick. So her name is Elizabeth Ironbar. She is an occupational therapist, a certified holistic health coach, and the CEO of African Head Rat Company, Native Wraps. I know y'all heard of it. We're going to put the link in the bio so you can get one. This Dallas-born Nigerian-American is driven by her love of her Nigerian culture and holistic health care. Um, as a side note, it's still on my bucket list to go to a Nigerian wedding. She knows this. <laughs> <laughs> She knows it. <laughs> she uses her passion for health and disease prevention to empower people by educating them on ways to take control of their health. Elizabeth has been featured as a boss lady on Voyage Dallas Magazine and her family-operated head wrap business, Native Wrap, has gained recognition from author Lovey Ajaye and CEO of the Crayon Case Cosmetics Supercent. So welcome our fur mom, because she is a mommy to Mr. Bentley, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Elizabeth. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Happy um, to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. How have you been? How have you been? I know all this. I've been, stuff. 
just making it, you know, happy to be working and happy to yeah. be alive and well. So praise God. Praise him. Praise him. And I know um, I mentioned Mr. Bentley. How is my friend doing? <laughs> Here, girl, he is here, <laughs> never leaving my side. Okay, I can't go follow That's me all over this house. <laughs> that is your ankle biter protector. Okay, he is there. Okay. <laughs> he is. He is oh. my alarm system. <laughs> my alarm system. I love it. I love it. So, um, as y'all kind of heard from her bio, Elizabeth um, does different things but obviously we have her on here so like I said whenever we had you on um so we have her on here for health I didn't finish my sentence so <laughs> uh, like I said whenever we had you on the panel at um our um gosh I forgot the name of the event bring your sexy back there we go event um like I said yeah. I really feel like whenever you started talking there was so much that we just didn't know about the preparation of food and cooking but before I get into that I know that you also juice and so I kind of want to talk about that real quick because I know as moms, um, it's probably been very beneficial for like weight loss and things like that. But are there ways that juicing can be beneficial for our kids as well? Yeah, juice, juicing is beneficial for for everyone, no matter their age. And if you're um, kids specifically, it's really cool because a lot of times, um, depending on the household or, or the or the kid it can be hard to get kids to eat their vegetables, you know? Mm -hmm. So it can be a great way to kind of sneak that in. You know, if you can, you, you, you pairing in greens with, you know, a couple fruits, um, they will get their, they'll get the nutrients from, from their greens. Um, smoothies as well are great. You can get that added fiber, but yeah, I, it is, it's great for the whole family. Every family should have like green smoothies, green juices, because, um, we really want to teach our kids uh, the difference between like your kids should not only know like junk snacks, they should know like, you know, the difference between good food and, and not so healthy food. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree because there's definitely before we actually moved in with my in-laws, I realized that like my kids had never had soda. Like we just, we just, I'm not a huge soda drinker. Jay isn't, I mean, I have like a little, you know, Coke, you know, with my Browns, which, you know, but that's not all the time. <laughs> that's you know out so i never i didn't i was like oh my god like my kids never had soda like hmm, okay but yeah so, i totally agree that's with a you deal. that's a big yeah. deal how, how you how you treat yourself how the parents eat obviously reflects how the kids will eat and what they're exposed to mm -hmm. so when they go to their friends homes and they're like what is this you know you know what is <laughs> what are these you know and maybe they eat it, you know, they may or may not like it depending on how their stomach reacts to it. If, if they've always had a pretty clean diet, they may not react great to like unhealthy food, which is good. Cause then they're like, I don't need that. Give me some. <laughs> My tummy hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Give me something a little bit different, please. Yeah. So, but um, I know this is kind of, we didn't have this in the questions, but like, what is a really good, simple juicing or smoothie that any mom could make pulling things out of her cabinet for, cause I know a lot of, like you were saying, a lot of parents probably have difficulty make sure their kid eats some type of vegetable or green thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. my kids will like eat carrots, but like you know, spinach. Yeah, they may yeah, not want you know, they like it's slimy. I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you're gonna juice, my go-to green juice. Actually, if you want a, a sweet juice, that'd be good for kids. Would be like maybe a juice that has kale. 
Um, you can do kale, you can do cucumber, you can do pineapple. So if, you, if that pine, the sweetness, the sweetness of the pineapple will help kind of counteract the bitterness of the kale, um, and they'll really like it. So you can do kale, cucumber, pineapple, ginger, lemon, and then you could even add a little bit of parsley if you want to in there. Ooh. But um, yeah, but it's, but the pineapple will just offset all that. Yeah, the yeah. pineapple will offset all that because all they know is that it tastes good and sweet. You know, um, if you're doing a smoothie. A, a good go-to green smoothie would be like uh, mixed greens or you can just do spinach. Um, uh, so greens, uh, peanut butter or almond butter, some kind of butter, frozen bananas, and almond milk. Really good. What is the peanut Don't butter? Don't sleep on it. She said, Don't sleep on it. What is the peanut butter? I'm adding peanut butter to the smoothie. Peanut butter and almond butter are great sources of healthy fat and protein. And it just, and you know, if some kids love peanut butter crackers, I personally am not a peanut butter person, but I love almond butter. If you've never had almond butter, change your life. <laughs> change. I love some almond butter. Yes, that's a go to. So, yeah, so greens, almond milk. Frozen, don't don't forget to have frozen banana because frozen banana icy. it helps with the text with the texture because until so you that way you don't have to add ice if you add frozen banana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so you do that, you do the frozen banana and you do the some kind of butter, like peanut butter or almond butter. Boom. That's it. That's about four Look, ingredients, I think. Look, look, I just picked up groceries. I should have got some bananas. I had everything else. Let me, but that's that's yeah, ripe bananas at that. Make sure they're ripe, you know, nice and spotty so it's sweet. At all my bananas, I I rarely eat uh, raw bananas. Like I, I just wait for them to all get um, ripened, and I just peel it and freeze it. Oh, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna mm -hmm. have to do that because literally, ladies, literally, you know, that's literally all in our cabinet, like right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, girl. We might see if you, you can get a nice spoonful, uh, good tablespoon of your yeah. peanut butter or your almond butter. I was going to say, you might have to give us the recipe. You might have to put that in the show notes or something. <laughs> do that. That's a good go-to, yeah. We might have to do that. Um, so with the holidays coming up, we know it's going to be a lot of family gathering. Well, it's going to be somewhat family gathering. Maybe not as big as it used to, but people, I'm pretty sure right. people are going to be cooking and doing those things. So like I said before at the event, you spoke of plenty of ways for us with the preparation with cooking, things like do's and don'ts. And so um, what can you kind of just speak on those things some more in regards to um, what we use to cook? Um, I know at one time you were talking about something with um, like not using like metal on metal and how that can affect yeah. things like that. So what are some great um, tips that we can use to keep our families safe? Yeah, of course you're going to eat, you're going to eat your, whatever you want to eat, whatever you eat, what y'all eat. But um, uh, at least the, the preparation does play a role uh, at least in what you expose your family to metal wise because um, you don't want to um, expose yourself to a high um, a high amount of heavy metal so um, I remember mentioning like a lot of people when they're cooking like for example if they're cooking something in a skillet um, they tend to use a fork you know or uh, or maybe the uh, metal spoon instead of actually using some type of spatula to stir or some kind of cooking spoon to stir it with and uh, which if you, if you look at the at the bottom of your pots and pans and skillets you'll have all the scratches from the metal forks and spoons 
And uh, what you're doing is you're just you're allowing you're just opening up that you're opening up that surface and you're allowing more metals to, to seep more heavy metals to seep into your food. Um, especially if you're not cooking with like stainless steel or maybe like, you may be cooking with aluminum pots and pans and uh, um, too much uh, aluminum into our system. Um, uh, what is it called? Um, research shows that it, it affects your brain health. It, um, aluminum specifically contributes to Alzheimer's disease, you know? Uh, so, so, um, I remember mentioning not cooking with aluminum pots and pans, trying to use, um, you know, some people like to use copper, which is cool, stainless steel, which is a better option as well, uh, so that you can avoid uh, heavy metal intoxication, um, toxicity, excuse me. So, so what happens is if you have high levels of those heavy metals, it affects your brain health, it affects your gut health, it affects your ability to concentrate. Um, some people, if it goes to um, a really serious point it can cause like um they can, they can become paralyzed depending on how how far it goes like have you ever heard you know back in the day when they used to give us um those metal fillings remember that yes. now we do the white ones now we do the, yeah. yeah 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 well that's primarily because you know years and years and years of people getting sick from the um from the metal fillings you know mm -hmm. i know of, of a person who um that uh what metal is it is it fluoride that's in your that, that they use in toothpaste mm -hmm. it's not, well fluoride has no fluoride is a toothpaste whatever metal they use in the for your for your fillings what is that called yeah, we might have that over. i'm having a i'm having a brain freeze but whatever metal that is that they use to put um for your fillings Mercury. There you go. Mercury. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I just brought it up. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's mercury. So yeah, what happens is, um, once that gets into your bloodstream, things are start things are shutting down. Things start shutting down. It can greatly impact your life, and it, your your uh, your your the your physical health, your your organ health, all of that stuff is shutting down. So yeah, actually, with pregnant mothers, they also say that as well during pregnancy. Mercury, no tuna. They yeah. have like a shark, say that. shark, but like no tuna and things like that during your pregnancy because of the high amount of mercury. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the reason why. Yeah. So, gotcha. so you would recommend, okay. So you had said, um, stainless steel, is that like the ceramic, like ceramic things? That you um, I would choose a high quality. I would choose, I mean, I would just try to choose a high quality stainless steel. Sometimes. Sometimes you have to do what you got to do, but um, just try to try, try to make sure that it's um, that it's a high quality stainless steel if you can. At least, if anything else, just make sure it's not aluminum. You know, okay. um, that's that's even just some of the ceramic can be like aluminum. Um, you know what I mean? Like you know, like the non-stick stuff. You know, everybody's like, yeah, I'm thinking of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't honestly. Mm, sure. <laughs> I just want to ask. I know everybody. So pretty much everybody is into like the non-stick you know, nonstick yeah. type of yeah. um, cookware. And so, mm -hmm. and so even with that, you're saying use like a plastic um, spatula, maybe even um, like a wood. Yeah, wood, like wood is the best option. Honestly, I would choose okay. wood over like a metal scooping spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wood, wood is literally the best option. And what about, um, what are those pots called that like grandma will make like the cornbread? Oh, those are those. Now that's number one. <laughs> you know uh -huh. what I'm talking about? What is it? Oh, now that you didn't say it, of course. 
I just cook the, the, the big one that they use for the cornbread and everything. Yes, girl. It's the oh god, I'm the black be- one. Come on, Jesus. Yes. Um. <laughs> Hold on, I, I got this morning. <laughs> No, I, I, I just want this morning to make pancakes and eggs because we were talking about this. I was like, "Oh, I'm doing good today." <laughs> okay, what is this thing called? <laughs> oh no, I am probably listening. Like, uh, is this? <laughs> I know, right? They're like, "Hello, cast iron, cast iron, cast iron skillets." <laughs> what a shame! <laughs> we should have missed. <laughs> Yeah, yes, the best option. Cat okay. cat is the best. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Because we got a couple yeah. of monsters here. Yeah. Y'all don't know the cast iron. Make sure it stays greased up even after it has seasoned. That grease. Because it has to stay like like I don't know if the cracker is. They more. call it season that season your pan or season your season the pan. Even after you cook it and clean it and clean it. Mm-hmm. You have to do that with cast iron. You can't soak it. You know, messed up. I was in the hallway that long time ago. So what yeah. did I do to this pen? <laughs> <laughs> what what happened? What yeah. Happened? Okay. And so, like you were saying, so um, so like the heavy, so detoxing going to the bloodstream, it can help. It can um affect that with how we're cooking and stuff. So I know a lot of y'all. Whenever we said like the forks on the pan, you thought immediately about yeah. your grandmama. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Not only is this good for us, but we also have to teach people around us, or maybe just you know, you really can't teach grandma too much, or maybe just say a little. <laughs> but you know what? You can change how your you can change your kids. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you, yeah. Your you can't change older folks most of the time. Sometimes, but most of the time, you can't really change yeah. older folks. You know, yeah. so but you can you can show your kids a different way. You know, but and at the end of the day. It's, it's inevitable that we will be exposed to heavy metals. The goal is to not have an over accumulation of it in our bodies. That's why a lot of times um, when I'm juicing or I'm making smoothies, I always try to include fruits and uh, fruits and vegetables that are detoxifying. Like, uh, like I always put parsley in my green juices. I always have frozen wild blueberries in my freezer for my smoothies. Like mm-hmm. one of my, another go-to smoothie would be like coconut water, wild blueberries, frozen mangoes, Ooh. and I like mango. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that could be it. Oh yes, and sometimes I will also add like a handful of greens to that. But yeah, I always try to add some kind of like wild blueberries, parsley uh, are really good agents that pull that help pull out heavy metals. Oh, that's good. Um, I guess that makes sense because it's an antioxidant. Slow mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Good job with that. But you know what? I even with whether you're I know juicing um products can be maybe a little bit more expensive than what we know. But even like where you said with, with, with the smoothies, we mm-hmm. use blenders and stuff at Walmart and at Target pretty For inexpensive. Sure. And, and then so, it's faster. Yeah. So I try not to like smoothies you know they're great when you're able to do it sometimes it's just not always realistic because it is time consuming mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to spend a couple hundred dollars on a juicer but a smoothie uh, a, a blender you can get um a good quality one for under under a hundred dollars you know so and and um you can you can you can put those same ingredients um into a but i always say if you can't get a high speed blender so because texture matters you want a good smooth yeah, smoothie you know yeah. Yeah, you don't want like a bunch of chunky, especially with the greens. You don't want nice, you don't want little chunks in your green smoothie. 
A child will never forgive you. Just, yeah. <laughs> they will never try again. You want to ruin the kids' experience? You want to ruin the chance? Give them a nasty green smoothie. They will never do it. They will never try it again. But it could be fun at the same time, pressing the buttons, making the smoothie, making it Yeah, make, like, make them do it with you, girl. Yeah, make them do it yeah. with you. Make it happen. So mm-hmm. what are some, because I also know that you're vegan. So what are some healthy snacks for our little ones to go to quickly on the go? I know like you were saying like the blueberries and things like that, but what are maybe some yeah. healthy snacks that we can kind of buy quickly? Because I try not to get too much junk where like they have like the little granola bars downstairs, which they love. Like every time they come home from daycare, they're like, oh, granola bar. I'm like, cool, <laughs> fiber. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, what, what are some good healthy snacks that we can give our kiddos that we can also probably you know, get quickly while shopping or things or, or, or even like places. Let me ask them a ask snack question first. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think, uh, you know, carrots are always great. Like carrots and, uh, you can have them dip that in some kind of like, if they like ranch or they can try vegan ranch or some kids like to dip carrots in, um, peanut uh, butter. Peanut, I was gonna say, yeah, you go. peanut butter, peanut butter, celery. There you go. Yep. Peanut butter. Um, <laughs> yep. Another good one that I I personally love is, um, is uh, sliced apples with uh, almond butter. Ooh, yeah. So good. Underrated. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that is such a good snack. Um, what else? Oh, like a bag, a bag, a little container of like nuts and craisins. That's a good little snack um that's a really good you could put like you could put uh almonds or and walnuts and craisins you can make your own little homemade granola type of situation or your own um uh what is it what is it called trail mix that yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah 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 it's like a, your own little homemade trail mix yeah oh mm-hmm. you can make that in bulk mm-hmm. yeah exactly just keep it in a big container yep you can do you can even throw in some pumpkin seeds that's really good for that's really good um for you you can and throw in regular huh? I said, and tis the season. <laughs> tis the season. <laughs> tis the season for the pumpkin seeds. The pumpkin yes. seeds, come on. Come yes, on. yes. Um, you can do, oh, some people even like to do this snack where they'll like slice a little bit, they'll slice bananas and they'll put like um, peanut butter mm-hmm. on top. So they make like a little banana sandwich. So that the, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like uh, a slice of banana and then put peanut butter and put another slice on top of it. Yeah. Or you can just have it like you don't you don't have to put the other one on top, but you know. Yeah, little snacks. Little snacks. A little snack. Yeah. I like the and again, y'all. Oh. This is all stuff that we have in our house. Go ahead. Exactly. If you like celery, I personally cannot stand celery, but if I'll, I'll make myself drink it sometimes, you know. Yeah. But I just I've never liked celery. But if you do. Um, a really popular snack is uh, when you wash, you know what I'm talking about, right? The little ant There you go. There you go. <laughs> the celery with the peanut butter and the little raisins, whatever you put on top. I think like raisins. Raisins. Yeah, you can just do whatever you want. You can use almond butter too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. And so, and also like places to eat on the go. Um, I know a lot of people probably think of Chick-fil-A. I know I do. Whenever I want to get something fast, like to go. Um, just because of their menu options and how they do prepare their food. Are there any other maybe fast food or different options that we can use while going to some of our fast food places that we can use that may be healthier options that we may not be aware of? Yeah, a lot of times that can be difficult because sometimes they will, 
I mean, um, they'll charge you the same price for like way less food. Mm -hmm. Like for example, with Chick-fil-A, um, if you try to get a wrap with no chicken, then you just have a wrap that has black beans and corn and lettuce in it, which is cool, but it's like you're still paying the, you're paying as if you're paying for chicken. Yeah. So you're still paying too much money, but if you're desperate, you do what you do, you know, yeah. and then, um, uh, Chipotle is a go-to. What are you going to do? Just get a vet, you know, get a salad bowl with all the veggies on it and then get you some chips and guac. That's my thing. Um, and what else? Oh, another good, another go-to is, um, I love Asian food. Asian, if you, uh, if you, if you uh, ever tried pho, pho's Ooh, always great. Girl, delicious, especially if um if they have uh some of them will have tofu and and um and they'll season it real good and um yeah I I love that I love that stuff I love pho so good or ramen another Asian food type of food. She, I love she had the prayer hands up, y'all. Y'all <laughs> yes, I forgot about the ramen. Ramen is so good. So good. Oh yeah, and then if you're in Dallas, you know, Spiral is a really popular vegan restaurant. We show up always for a vegan house. So we've been there a few times. House is is like Bishop Arts ish. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So not too far from there is is Spiral. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, we like we like the vegan house. They were pretty good. I was like, ooh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. My last question. This is more of like a personal personal question okay. i'm thinking about going um non-dairy because the kids have allergies you know everything with this weather and stuff so just trying to help out a little bit more than that so the milk part is easy because you have like non-dairy milk you have almond milk you have all this milk cheese struggling okay struggle struggle with cheese there are the cheese part and i didn't realize like even just like sour cream and everywhere butter it's i was just like whipped cream you know if you, if you go to starbucks a little whipped cream on top it's everywhere Aaron, do you have any um alternatives or places to shop to find these alternatives um because i'm just lost i was like oh this is gonna be easy and then I like, <laughs> after i got past milk i was like i don't know about anything else <laughs> mm -hmm. girl yeah i know it's hard most people who try to go plant-based that the toughest part is cheese cheese is so addictive and I, I believe it's because of the chemicals and the and and whatever stuff they put inside of cheese it, it's like it's it, it, some people have the hardest time that is their downfall but i mean i'm, I'm actually not even um i'm currently not even 100 plant-based anymore i'm only about yeah it's, as of as of lately yeah i'm about 85 90 percent um and i and i still do not eat dairy though um I, I do eat primarily like um, I'll eat fish and eggs a few times or maybe once a week or whatever. Um, but with dairy, uh, I was never really a big cheese person, but I do know that um, it all, if you want some cheese, you can get cheese alternatives. It's all on the brand though. Cause some brands are disgusting. Uh, so, so I know that personally, when I tried the Daya brand, I did not like it. Daya or Daya, you know, it's D-A. I heard someone mention that. I don't like that one. There is a, a brand called Chow. That one is, like, has good reviews. Like Chow, like Chow. Yeah, like Chow. Okay. <laughs> that one you can find, uh, I've seen it in Whole Foods. So I would say... Go go to Whole Foods okay. for all your substitutes. Occasionally, you'll see some of this stuff in Kroger. 
I don't think you're gonna see this at Walmart, but for sure, Whole Foods has it, Sprouts has it, your okay. cheese substitutes. Yep, okay. and it, and and typically it's pretty good. Okay, I'm I just don't. To- I personally don't like Daya, You know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to definitely try those because, like you said, that's that's like my hardest part right now. I yeah. Milk, and I was trying to think of things in dairy, and I completely missed over cheese until I was making something. And I just like people forget that dairy, that cheese I is a dairy. I don't know. Until I grabbed the cheese knife and I was like, hmm. <laughs> a lot of people forget about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. they feel all strong and confident. So like, hold on, wait. I was, I was so good. <laughs> I was so good, but I was like, man, that sucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well, I really appreciate you being on here. The All the information that you gave, I feel like that it was um, relatable and it's something that's like, you don't have to really go out of your way to change certain things or to make influence in your household. And even like what you're saying with just the snacks or even the smoothies, y'all, I'm a, I'm, we might just have to get together and make a recipe for the smoothie because that smoothie was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well, I can do this today, <laughs> today yeah. is and yeah. uh, it's really good but can you let everybody know where they can find you where they can learn more about you and just everything that you do of course uh you can find me on instagram at elizabeth.ironbar um my website is elizabethironbar.com and Facebook is Elizabeth Ironbar. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much where I'm at. If you would like to shop for head wraps, you can go to mynativewraps.com. <laughs> yes, and y'all. And I believe right now we still have a sale. I think right now the wraps are still about 10% off with the code. So, yeah. So, yeah, you know. Because literally, I think all of my wraps, except for literally one, come from native reps yes uh, you have been so great and so supportive girl i appreciate you uh, (laughs) i wear them they're like this really compliments your outfit i'm like i know girl i know it does (laughs) (laughs) i know (laughs) well thank you so much love and ladies we will talk to y'all next week bye thank you so much bye